Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and everything in between, welcome to the Kevin Clifton Show. And this is the week four Strictly Review. Now, slightly later than we'd planned, we were literally like from a few days ago, been like, yeah, we'll record in the morning. And it's been schedules and um, we've had some building work going on and it's just been so loud in my house that it just was not possible to record because of all this building work going on. It's been like so loud all week that I've been going, right, we'll be better do it tomorrow and then someone's been doing something and but we've finally got to the place where we haven't got joe this week who needs her um <laughs> <laughs> but we do have miss lauren oakley um how are you doing lauren you had a good week i'm good thanks just getting all the house stuff done while i can all the house stuff what are you doing to yeah your just all the cleaning the vacuum oh, the right. washing the i'm being a proper housewife oh okay well, what else can <laughs> you do? exciting yeah it's like what else can you do in lockdown isn't it yeah exactly um yeah but we'll get straight into it um because i want to rattle through it obviously it's been a few days now since um strictly and this is going to obviously go out just before week five of strictly um but week four um i know we normally start off with like right what's you know what caught your eye this week who is your favorite da, 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 da. but if it's all right i'm going to get straight into a bit of a rant so <laughs> a few people might have seen me doing this on Facebook earlier this week. Um, I felt I had to sort of get out and say something because I couldn't get it off my chest early enough on the podcast. Um, and I know we've been talking about it on Twitter as well. I've been having a, a little bit of a go. But I've got a slight issue and it surrounds um, Maisie and Gorka from last weekend. Now, nothing to do with, I don't have an, an issue with them or their dance. I'm just going to get that clear straight away um we'll get into their dance and what we thought about the dance and uh, and all of that but obviously it's big news Maisie and Gorka ended up in the dance off last weekend and um that's obviously going to be something that people are going to be discussing and talking about a lot now to me I don't mind whether you loved the dance hated the dance indifferent about the dance love the concept the music the costume like all these things anyone can discuss and if you weren't into the dance and didn't want to vote for them, that's one thing. Or if you're just your favourites are someone else and you want to vote for them, fine. Everyone has their reasons for voting for different people. Um, it doesn't bother me that, that they were in the dance-off. That's what happens on Strictly. That like The power is, with, is more with the audience. The way it works with the judges' scores and the audience scores and ties on the leaderboard and all of that, there is slightly more power towards the audience vote than there is in the judges anyway. And that's what Strictly is about. So whenever there's a shock dance-off, it doesn't bother me because it's like people like what they like. Um, and it's, it's interesting and we can talk about why. And I would never try and say to anyone, you should or shouldn't vote for whoever you want. But I've got a slight issue with some of the comments on social media this week that have been directed towards Maisie Smith in particular. Now, from what I've seen, uh, there's been some comments of people, and I always put it out on, on social media after Strictly going, right, who did everyone like? What did you think of the results? What did you think of Strictly this weekend? Just because I'm interested to hear everyone's thoughts. And I saw so much, not so much, I saw some of people saying, um, Maisie in the dance off, yeah, um, we didn't vote for her because she's too cocky, she's too arrogant, she needs bringing down a peg, all of this kind of um, narrative about Maisie. And that's the kind of stuff that does piss me off because 
I'm assuming that everyone, at least 99.99% of people commenting, doesn't actually know Maisie. So when they say she's this and she's that, they don't know that for sure. That's just something that they are perceiving with everything that they bring to the table. Like, and and the, the way you have to think about it is, I'll read someone commenting back to that person saying, don't be so nasty, right? And that person will go, I'm not nasty. And the other person will go, well, you're coming across nasty. So that person will argue all day that they're not nasty. But the other person will say, you're, well, to me, that's how I'm perceiving it. So therefore, the logic is, if, if you can argue, well, I'm not nasty with my comments, I know I'm not a nasty person, so you shouldn't say that. If you can argue that logically, then you also have to argue that you don't know what Maisie is, if she's cocky or arrogant or all of that stuff. That's just your perception. The same way someone else's perception of you is that you're being nasty. And you might say, I'm not nasty. I'm there to say to you, she's not cocky and arrogant, right? And, and, and then people will get into, well, it's just my opinion. I'm allowed an opinion, da, 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 da. And I'm, it, that's always the argument that people fall back on. Well, I'm allowed an opinion. No one is ever there to argue you're not allowed an opinion. My, my argument is with, one, just because that's your opinion doesn't mean that you're right. That's just your perception. Two, um, you're allowed an opinion, what, but the question is, should you voice that opinion? Should, should you, you know, is it okay for you to go on social media making claims about someone that you don't know to be true? So that's my first point about it is like, you don't know if she's cocky or arrogant or confident or all these things that you're saying. Okay. I know her. I danced with her last year on children in need and in the training room to me, she was nothing but uh, respectful she was nice to work with. She was very easy to work with. She listened to everything that I was saying. She was very eager to learn. She wanted to soak up everything I was telling her. Um, she worked really hard in every session. She never like dialed it in, marked it. She always like danced flat out and would ask me afterwards, was that all right? Was that, was that sort of the thing that you want? And, and very keen to learn. Um, so my experience of her knowing her is that she's a lovely girl who's trying her best. She's very keen to learn. People saying like, oh, she's overconfident. Is she overconfident? I don't know. I didn't get that sense when I worked with her. But people seem to be going, well, that's my perception of her. And my, my next issue with that is this, the way that we'll talk about someone being confident, like it's a negative thing. Because loads of people struggle with confidence. I have talked about it a lot that I have often struggled with confidence. I can have my moments on stage where I feel super confident, but I'm, the, the, the genuine truth is I'm not the most confident guy in normal life. Like, and a lot of people aren't. A lot of people are just putting their best front on to try and appear confident uh, when inside they're worried about what people are going to think of them or they're worried about um, you know, how they're being perceived now. Um, okay. So we express it in different ways. Like some people will go super quiet when they're not feeling confident. Some people will talk and talk and talk and they're really energetic because, because they're masking that insecurity and everyone expresses it in different ways. I don't know whether, whether Maisie is confident or not. Um, 
and, ne- and neither do you, you know, whoever's commenting on it, um, unless you are a very close friend of hers. Um, now, if she is conf- if she's not confident, then what you're doing to her right now, if she's just, you know, you get the sense that she's all really confident, but actually she's really insecure, then you're having a real negative impact on her right now on social media. If she is confident, what is the problem with that? This is my issue with it, is that like we put this negative spin on people being confident, especially if it's a woman. And, and this is the thing, is that I can point to so many examples of men who've come on on the show, they've undone their shirt, they look great, they've got abs, they undo their shirt and throw it open and show you their abs and put their arms out and start shimmying and give you a great samba and they're brilliant dancers and they're dance trained before coming on the show and the reaction that we have to them is, oh, I love them, I love watching them. Like you can point to like Danny Mac, who didn't love watching Danny Mac in 2016? He was brilliant, I loved watching him. He came on week one and did some spins in his cha-cha and me and Aliash looked at each other and went, can you spin like that? And we're like, no, because <laughs> he was brilliant. And of course he was a bit trained, you know, through some sort of theater school or, you know, whatever drama school that he did. Um, but nobody minded and everyone was voting for him and he made the final and everything was fine. Jay McGuinness came on very dance trained. My mum and dad know his dance teachers and he made no secret of it. Like to me, we, we were chatting about it. It was like, oh yeah, yeah, I did contemporary dancing, blah, 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 blah. Came on with all this training. Week three does one of the greatest dances in the history of Strictly Come Dancing in, in week three, that Pulp Fiction jive that he did. Unbelievable. And everybody loved him. And he won. Um, Kelvin, last year, week one, out he comes with his muscles and his abs. Unbelievable samba. Week one. It wasn't like the journey thing that people like to talk about. It was week one. He was way better than everyone. Blew everyone out of the park. I remember seeing it in the studio and ringing Stace and going, you have to watch this tonight. This kid is unbelievable. Everyone loved him and he won. Yet Maisie comes on. She's okay. She's dance trained. But she comes on gives it everything she's got, does, she's, does her best, just like Danny, just like Kelvin, just like Jay. Oh, no, no, I don't like it. She's too good. She's too confident. She's, she's cocky. She's arrogant. And she gets all these labels thrown at, at her that I don't think a man gets thrown at him. And it's like, what, what is this thing? I'm sorry, I know I'm ranting right now, but it's been bugging me all week. What is this thing that we, we cannot accept a woman being confident? Like it's 2020. Like what is, what's, what's the problem? Like if I was to have a daughter one day, I would want to raise her to be a confident woman that is independent and strong and doesn't feel that she has to fit into that box of being shy and, you know, oh, don't, unassuming. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Some people are like that and that's fine. But also if she's a confident woman, and feels good about herself, then I would be really happy. Because I want people to feel good about themselves. And, and too, too many people nowadays don't feel good about themselves. And so the same thing happens at Alexandra Burke um, in 2017. She was going through some real difficult stuff in her life at the time. She'd just lost her mum. 
but she came on Strictly and she gave it everything she'd got. She was a great dancer and, you know, like came across as, I don't know if she did even come across as that confident. Like she was going through some, some, some stuff in her life, like I say, but people labeled her like, oh, she thinks she's, you know, better than she is, big headed, blah, 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 all this stuff. She's overconfident, this thing, overconfident. And we seem to throw it at the women all the time. So when I danced with Susanna Reed on my first year, cause she, she was in a similar spot to like Ranveer, obviously like same sort of job, came on, um, you know, she wasn't dance trained, but people were starting to get behind her a little bit. And, you know, she was a bit of an underdog who was just giving her best and everyone kind of loved her. Then we got to Blackpool and she got three tens at Blackpool with a Paso Doble. And after that, as soon as she suddenly became like a contender on Strictly, and it was like she's getting tens and doing really well, social media changed, the tabloids changed, and it all became about like, oh, she's, um, she thinks she's gonna win. She she's, believes her own hype, she this, she that. And it had been completely different up until Blackpool. The same even happened with Susan Kalman. Like Susan Kalman, was, ne was never the favorite to win Strictly. She was always, you know, me, me and her had such long odds at the beginning of, this, of the season and people were saying, oh, you know, that we'd go out first and all this. And then she did some performances and everyone loved her and got behind her because she was just giving her best. As soon as we got to Blackpool and beyond, it was like, oh, I think she's starting to believe our own hype and she thinks she's a better dancer than she is. And I'm like, oh my God, like, and none of these people knew what was going on in her head and, and, you know, her situation and her life. But suddenly it's like, whenever a woman starts to do well, all this stuff gets thrown at them in terms of, oh, they're overconfident. Because it's like, there's a section of, I was going to say a section of society, I don't know, a section of viewers that can't seem to handle a woman feeling good about herself or a woman achieving or a woman being successful. It's like they hate it. Social media starts to hate them. The tabloids start to hate them, but the same does not get thrown in general. Of course, there'll be examples here and there, but in general, the same doesn't seem to be labeled at men. Like for example, Harvey does not get the same kind of backlash that Maisie gets. And they're quite similar. They're two youngsters who are both great dancers and, and doing well. Yet people are quite happy for Harvey to, to go about his business. But Maisie, it's like she needs to be brought down a peg or two. So I would just love it if everyone could stop with that because you, you don't know anything about her. All we know is she's a 19 year old girl who is trying to do her best on Strictly. Now, if you don't want to vote for her because you don't like the dance, or you don't want to vote for her because you'd rather vote for whoever else, then that's fine. You, no, I'm not here to say you have to vote for Maisie. But don't come on social media and start labeling things, you know, start labeling her things that you don't know to be true. It's just your perception and your, all of your shit that you're bringing to the table. Do you know what I mean? Like we all, we all have our own life and our own experience and, things that we like and dislike or things that we'd even maybe be jealous of. Like, it's like, like when someone comes on who does a similar thing to you, like say there's some, say like me and you 
like we really want to be in some dance company and yeah. and we've got like a rival for a dance for that spot in a dance company and we mm. see them go on tv and do something and everyone's going it was really good there's a part of us that might want to go well i didn't think it was that good do you know what i mean because yeah, it's like yeah, a, it's a jealousy thing or you know like like whatever I, i'm just i'm making something up off the top yeah of my head. Hasn't, it's not something that's happened but like you know that so what i'm saying is we bring our own emotion to the table when we start yeah. saying labeling people certain things when we don't know them and it's such a shame because like obviously people that watch strictly you do, like i watch strictly every week i watch it takes two i follow everyone on social media it can be easy to feel like you know everyone on there mm. because they're in your yeah. living room you know what i mean mm. so and i just want to like say as well how difficult it is if you're out of your comfort zone you're dancing on tv i haven't got much experience of dancing on tv even dancing on stage but mm. as a performer you have to mask that so maybe Maisie appears more confident because that's what she's got to do she's got to perform but mm. she's a 19 year old girl and i think we should be lifting her up and praising her because mm. That's what we need to do. It's 2020 and she's fantastic. And I hope, I don't know, she probably doesn't have time for social media, but I hope she doesn't read. I haven't seen much because I'm not on social media loads, but I hope she hasn't seen any of the bad comments and taken it the mm. wrong way. Because like you said, we don't know what she's like. She, I'm sure she has her own hangups as females, as males. We all have our own our own hang-ups it doesn't mean like i go on stage and perform in front in front of loads of people but i talk to somebody who i don't know and i'm bright red blushing yeah 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 you no know, exactly you have strictly we're there to perform well yeah as dancers we're there to perform so mm. and i think she's doing a really good job and it's it's a shame that people don't see it in that light but there's a really good quote that i love and i, I always come back to it even personally for myself we don't see things as they are. We see things as we are. Yes. So your outlook is what's going on with you on anything though, not necessarily just about this, but yeah, exactly. That applies here. But that's, that's the thing. And you've got no idea whether someone is confident or not. They might be really struggling inside. Like you say, that's the thing that that's their front that they have to put up. But mm. also my point is, even if they are really confident, let's say, let's imagine that Maisie is, a super confident girl. Wicked. Great. Great yeah. for her. That's ace. I wish she's everyone could be. Yeah, she's not harming anyone. No. <laughs> brilliant. Like, good yeah. for her going for and it. Speaking about this as well, I'm pretty sure it's anti-bullying with this week. So, this bullying is not nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there, there was, like, also, even if, like, even if she wants to win, because I saw one comment that, that, that was like, oh, no, she wants to win too much. And I'm like... Isn't that why everyone's there? Let me... Let, it's like, for everyone listening, let me let you into a secret. As much as you think some of them are just there for the experience and some of them, you know, oh, I haven't even thought about winning. <laughs> let, me, let me let you into a secret. Every single one of them wants to win, strictly. Every single couple. Like, it is ridiculous to think that, that they haven't thought about it. Like, the line that we all, that everyone says on Strictly, 
and I did as well all the time was, do you know what? It's not even something that we've even thought about because, you know, for us, it's just about doing the best week to week and trying to be a better me. Do you know what I mean? Like that kind of, <laughs> like that kind of thing, because we all know that the second we say, I really want to win, you ain't going to win because there'll be a backlash on social media because people will go, oh, you want to win. Well, I'm not voting for you then. They want to win too much. It's like, I got this labeled at me um, a little bit when, like my first year on, on Strictly, everyone was really kind to me, like social media and stuff. Um, because it was like, oh, he's just a kid from Grimsby, um, like doing well. Like they didn't know my sort of background of competitions and Broadway and West End and da da da. It was just, oh, he's this kid from Grimsby. Good for him. You know, like, well done him. <laughs> like, like, you know, and so everyone was happy for me. By the I time, felt sorry for you because it's Grimsby. No, I'm only yeah. joking. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Joking. No, but that's the thing. <laughs> By the time I'd made like my fourth final or something, it was like, oh God, he really wants to win, doesn't he? I was like, well, yes. Of course. <laughs> Everyone does. Competition. <laughs> Every single pro on there wants to win Strictly. Like it's a, it's a holy grail. Like, Even if you're not in Strictly, you want to win Strictly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, even if that's my thing, and I'm not convinced that it is like this with Maisie, I'm going to stop talking about it in a minute. But even if it, I'm not convinced that this is the way that she is, but even if, if we imagine that she's the most super confident girl in the country and all she thinks about is winning strictly, I don't think that's true. But even if it was true, what's the problem? We, for some reason, as a society as well, well, it's exactly what you've just been saying for the last however long, but <laughs> we don't. <laughs> That's the end of the podcast. <laughs> That's all we've got time for. <laughs> we don't have space. We need to make more space for confident women. And I don't know about you, but there's a lot of space for that on my Instagram at the moment with the types of accounts that I follow. But maybe the demograph of the audience or... I'm not sure, but I don't know why. I don't know why there's not space for like a confident young woman. Mm. Yeah, but isn't it funny how, for example, Ranveer, um, yeah. like we're really starting to celebrate this. And and I don't know. I don't know Ranveer. Like I don't know what's what's really going on inside. But there's a perception at the moment. It feels like to me watching that. First week or two, she wasn't quite as confident and gradually she's gaining confidence. Like she's starting to feel good about herself, dancing and wearing the dresses. And it's nice to watch, right? But mm. there's this feeling of that that we quite like. Mm. So it's like we'll enjoy going on that journey with someone. But if Maisie's already there, if she's already there in terms of confidence, don't like her, too confident. Do you think... Uh, for example, Ranveer's journey is more relatable. That's why people are accepting yeah. because they can they can empathise with how she's yeah. feeling. Whereas mm. Maisie appears to be confident. Like mm. I don't know if she is. I don't know if she isn't. But she comes across as being confident, and people don't relate to it as much. Yeah, I think I think you've hit the nail on the head because it's. Yeah, it's, it's you, you empathize with, with people. And, you know, like 
Bill, for example, is he's been great every week so far. We're now into week four and he's getting tens, right? And good for him because he's brilliant. But because Bill is Bill, looks like Bill, behaves like Bill, it's like no one is sat here going, oh God, he thinks he's Summit, doesn't he? Now, in his interviews, he's not particularly going, oh, you know, I'm just trying to do my best. He's just, you know, he's quite, he doesn't say much. He, like, you know, it, it, he just goes, thank you. Bill, you were, like, he goes up in Claudia's area and Claudia goes, oh, oh Bill, that was fantastic. That was, uh, it's fantastic. And he goes, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> that's now, confidence now, as well. That's confidence. Yeah, he's a confident guy, but no one's having a go at him for it because somehow... Because he's, he's Bill, he's not like a threat to what, how you feel about yourself. Do you know what I mean? And, and Ranveer, like you say, we relate to Ranveer because it's this like, oh, you know, I'd like to be more confident. And look how she's growing in confidence. And look how great this is. Whereas Maisie, it's like someone who isn't confident, if they perceive Maisie to be confident, you don't relate to it. But, that, but I, I feel like sometimes people feel like that's a threat to them because it reminds them that they're not confident. Therefore they have to try and pull her down and go, Oh yeah, she's too confident though. I think as humans, especially British, we like to support somebody on their journey. We like the underdog. We like, but there is also absolutely nothing wrong with somebody who seems to be at the other end of the scale and is at that place as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she's 19. Do you know what I mean? She's a baby. She, so you, you, can't, you can't just come in with like, she needs to be brought down a peg or two. She's too confident da, 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 and all of this. Like, I, I think just celebrate all of it. Celebrate Bill smashing it and getting tens. Celebrate Ranveer going on a, a journey of confidence. Yeah, like, it's like this. Let it celebrate, happen. Yeah, celebrate JJ didn't think he could do it, but he's proven to us all that he can. And also celebrate Maisie smashing it the same way Harvey's smashing it. Like, whether they're confident or not, do you know what I mean? Just, just celebrate it. That, like, if, if, if you're still sat at home after, after this rant going, no, no. I still think she's too cocky, still thinks she's too, like, if you're still in that zone, I would ask you to have a think about what it is that she's said or done that has made you feel that way. Because I can't think of anything really that, that, that she's done that the others haven't done. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Well, and it's this thing of like, whenever you speak to people about it, because I've spoken to a couple of people about it who have been a bit like this. And they said, no, nah, well, it's just, you know, how she takes the judge's comments. And I go, like, what? What does she do? Tell me specifically, what does she do? Well, you know, she, she doesn't smile and stuff. Well, neither does Bill. Neither, half of them don't. They're just listening to the judges. They're just listening for the comments. And if the, and if the comments are, I didn't like it or whatever, <laughs> like it was too this or too that, maybe they're just listening to the comment and taking it on board. They've just danced in front of 10, they've just like, you know, really put themselves out there in front of 10 million people. And now Craig Revel Hall telling them that it wasn't very good. What do you want them to do? Do you know what I mean? Like, like just, because, just because it doesn't meet your expectation of what you would like to see doesn't mean that they're doing anything wrong. 
it's a perception like it's you perception said, using yeah. the word perception and it's so true yeah so i'm gonna park it there but basically what i'm saying is if you don't want to vote for Maisie or you do want to vote for Maisie that is up to you and everyone's got their different reasons but don't have a go at a 19 year old girl for being confident and we don't know whether she is or whether she isn't but don't have a go at her for being confident if your perception is that she's confident that to me is madness and we should build up young girls really good as well yeah yeah at this stage yeah celebrate people being confident Right, <laughs> on that. Well done to everybody. Sorry if you're still with us. <laughs> so what did you think of Maisie and Gorka's dance? Let me find it in my notes. Because it's divided people. Some people loved it, some people didn't like it, some people, it's really divided people. I really liked it. I think, obviously, she's fantastic. I don't think it was her best dance. Mm. I could see that she'd worked on her feet and legs which was really nice Shirley kept making comments that she um she could see and she appreciated the work she did week to week and I totally agreed you could really see that she was concentrating on her feet mm -hmm. um, I really like the song and I like the theme you know how they were at the beginning when they were doing the robotic Barbie yeah. doll kind of movements I really liked that but I did feel that I don't know if it was on purpose or that's the way that she dances cha-cha. That kind of, I want to say stiffness, but stiff sounds like a negative word. What's the word I'm looking for? Like it was sort of quite tight and held. Yeah, in her back, mm. kind of lasted throughout the rest of the dance. Now, I don't know if that was on purpose because it was the theme of being a Barbie and being a doll. Mm. And she was snapping those legs. Yeah, yeah it could have been, yeah. Like in cha cha cha, I think if you have really snappy straight legs, that's wonderful, and that's what we all want as dancers. But mm. I think you have to have that fluidity in the top and in the arms to go mm. with that. Mm. Um, and I just didn't see it in the top half of her body. If I'm being critical mm. from a dance perspective, mm. but I liked it. I really liked it. As, as again, I don't think it was her best dance so far. But I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a good, solid dance. But that's the thing with Maisie and Gorka, isn't it? It's like, we're, it's like we judge them on a slightly different scale. Like we're looking at it, we're coming at it from a different angle. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about that last week, actually. Yeah, like, yeah. Leading, because she's leading from the front, from the top. Yeah, yeah. Because like that tango that they did, was it in week two? Amazing. Was unbelievable. Wicked. Like so unbelievably good. Yeah. That like now we judge them by that standard. Um, so yeah, I agree with you. It wasn't her best dance, but it was still a, a good dance. And yeah, really I, I think dance. you're right. I, I think you know what we were saying about the, the week before Harvey and Jeanette um, did cha cha, and they got criticised for not enough content, which we were saying we didn't really understand. Mm. I I knew that this was going to happen. In that anyone who's doing cha cha from now on. There's going to be loads of basic content and it's going to be yeah. very focused on straight legs because that's the stuff that the judges are talking about all of a sudden, you know? So yeah. I kind of had a feeling that this, this is the way it was going to go. So Gorka, obviously listening to the judges has packed it full of basic content to satisfy the judges comments. Yeah. Um, and 
like you said, they clearly worked really hard on strong, straight, snappy legs. And that's what I, I think they put so much effort into that, and rightly so, that it perhaps did go a little hard. Like it went a, a, a little hard and it did lose yeah. that fluidity, like, like you're saying. But I think it's a result of the judges saying, oh, it's, you know, there's not enough basic content. And so suddenly they become really, really aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. Shirley did make a comment specifically to Maisie, though, about to work on her feet, which I think she did. And the basic steps, the basic core cha-cha steps that she did do, she did them so well. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, if it was if it was week one, like it's the first time you'd seen them, you'd be going, "Oh, she's great." Yeah. I mean, uh, it's just that we'd seen the tango on week two. You have an <laughs> expectation. Yeah, uh, and they got well, a seven, eight, and a nine. Seven, eight, nine. I mean, still great. Why was ten number ten scared? What? It's a joke. Why was number ten oh, scared? I don't know. Because seven, eight, nine. You're an idiot. <laughs> <Ba -bum. laughs> that was so stupid. It was really good. <laughs> anyway, how cool yeah. was the doll's house at the beginning? Yeah, it was a good set, wasn't it? I like the way that they, you know, they're using these sort of, um, I never know what to call it. Like Special effects, let's call it special effects. Special effects, yeah. Like an augmented reality type thing that they're you doing. Know this. You're a television person. Yeah, I don't really know what I'm talking about though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, where the doll's house closed at the end. They yeah. had the graphic making it close and you could, but and you could see them. You could see them in the window. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it fitted perfectly. That's really it's clever. To me, that's really clever. Yeah. yeah so I wonder who do, who's doing that. Yeah. Obviously, like people that they might not have used before because they've never used it really have they well they've never uh, not to my knowledge have they used it like so that i think a couple of bits here and there they've used on like the christmas specials and okay. stuff like bits and bobs but um like they've really gone for it this year with these kind of like stuff like whoever's working on that is having a great time with all yeah. the games and stuff yeah yeah really clever um but then obviously i think they were in the middle of the leaderboard which is dangerous because I think some people are looking at the ones at the top going, yeah, great. Yeah. They were so great this week. I'm going to vote for them. Or they're looking at the ones at the bottom going, I want to save them. So when you're in the middle of the leaderboard, it's quite dangerous, especially if the perception yeah. is you haven't had that, quite as good a week this week. That's notorious, isn't it? It's a dangerous yeah. spot to be in, in the middle. Yeah. So I did wonder, I looked at it and went, is Maisie in trouble this week? Like, is that, is that going to happen? Like, it, I, I did wonder. I was still quite shocked when it happened, but... Yeah, um, I was shocked. Right. Um, who else do you want to talk about? I want to talk about JJ and Amy. Okay. Doing their jive. Jive. Who the um, boy? I, yeah, cool theme, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Cool yeah. concept. Yeah. Love. Oh, my God. Can we just talk about the fact that Prince Harry was on Strictly? I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> That was I awesome, wasn't it? <laughs> I love them. And like how I'm so jealous of Amy. She got to go on Zoom with Prince yeah. Harry. Yeah, it was so cool. Awesome. And it was really cool as well that they made a uniform for him to wear on Strictly. Yeah, well. yeah, that was a nice touch. Would have been really special for him, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, his flicks and his kicks were wonderful. I thought he had really like pointed feet. Mm-hmm. 
um and i thought he really came out of his shell with his personality as well love yeah. the number love that song anyway we do that yeah. in burn the floor that's yeah. been in burn the floor since burn the floor started yeah it's a cracking tune isn't it yeah um again for me like I, I feel like i say this about amy every week but again like i thought the routine was nicely put together for yeah. him like she she's really conscious of what works for him and she she listens to the music she gets it's not just about um choreographing in eights i'll do this step i'll do that step you know and putting them all together um and it's and it's not just even about the, the musicality in terms of like oh there's a big crash on that bit i'll do a big thing on that bit it's also just like she really gets the the vibe of each song yeah like she, like she understands what the, the the general feeling of the song and choreographs towards that um i think she's she's getting really clever and he didn't make any mistakes he was in time again it felt sweet it always feels sweet to me yeah they're it. very sweet yeah i feel just on the subject of like amy's choreography i love amy to bits we used to compete when we were kids mm. and i feel that that's something that so we always talk about the celebrities improvement but i feel that the professional like amy mm. specifically we never speak about like the professional and how they've developed and i feel like that's something that amy's really like come to shine in this year last year and this Point year actually. from when from when she joined in the first couple of years to the last year and this year i've noticed particularly in amy her it, like she's a professional anyway and who am I to kind of comment about it but um her improvement in in how she trains choreographs for and recognizes her celebrity yeah that's a really good point actually because we, we never really think about that we always think of the pros as being sort of fully formed um you know everything that they do ha is is perfect like that that's them at their best at all times and I just want to make it clear by me commenting on it doesn't mean that I think that I'm, I'm in a place to be, to judge. You know what I mean? Oh, no, no, like, no, no one's thinking that. Because they're my friends. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah but, you're, but you're also a burn the floor dancer and you're also a ballroom and Latin expert. And like, you know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. Like, it's really nice to see that's what I'm saying. Cause they're my friends. Yeah. 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 I know you don't want to come across like you're saying, well, I, I'm telling you this because I'm better than all of these yeah, people. No, 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 like, no, 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 no. I know. I, I totally get you. Um, um, but yeah, it's a really good point because I think people think that like what they're seeing from the pros at all times is like them at the best they're ever going to be. Yeah. Whereas actually working on Strictly is a different job to stage stuff. It's a different job to competition stuff, um, you know, and working out how to work with... Um, celebs of different abilities and and how to choreograph best for tv because pros when they come on the show even if they've done choreography stuff have not really been choreographing a lot for tv they choreograph for themselves in comps they might choreograph for themselves on the stage or whatever but um it's like a different job so yeah like pros can change and get new ideas and, and improve as the show goes on and i think and i'm sure like if you uh, maybe last year was a turning point for Amy, for example, because she had the chance to work with Karim, it, he might have inspired her and made her explore more and realize what she can do. And mm. 
it's interesting to watch from a dancer's like being a professional dancer but as a spectator yeah but I, I think she really recognized that last year we talked about it like she came on this podcast and and we we talked about how you know she recognized that getting Kareem as a as a partner was a big opportunity for her as well to really push it with choreography and to really like it was a big test for her because when people think that when you get a partner who is a bit trained or is really capable that it's just really easy for the pro but there's actually a lot of pressure on you because you have to deliver yeah so if, if you if if you come out and doing naff routines with them like if you've got a if you've got a rolls royce and all you're doing is driving it to the corner shop and back <laughs> like not properly getting it out there and you know <laughs> showing I mean, what showing what the car can do or you know you've got an f1 mercedes car and <laughs> all you're doing is running doing the school running back you're not taking it around <laughs> the racetrack it's like you've got to take that car around the racetrack and, and show what it can do and she recognized that last year and i think she worked really hard um which i think has benefited her mm. like craig made me laugh when because he gave this a four and like the the celebs and and pros started booing and he goes oh 10 people booing doesn't scare me (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i I love these two as a couple i i I really like what they're doing every week every week i enjoy watching them um and you know he's he's trying his best i really i think he he's really he seems like a really nice guy and trying to do his best and they got four, six, seven. And I think Amy probably thought she was going to be in the dance after, by the way she reacted when they got called. Oh, her reaction is almost viral. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, I know that feeling so well. Oh, is it the most nerve wracking thing ever? Yeah, yeah. Especially when you're on one of them weeks. Some weeks you know you're going through. Like you'd be top of the leaderboard or you just know that you've smashed it that week. Everyone's really up on your number and it's like, yeah, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. And some weeks you're really panicking. You're like, and you're trying to hold it together for the celeb. Go, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. You know, um, but oh, you know, if, but it feels like, like it lasts forever when you're waiting in those spotlights. Yeah, and for them, Craig's given them a four when you know it, it was quite ten happy this week, and Craig's given them a four, and they're bottom of the leaderboard. And so far up till that point, it was always the bottom two of the leaderboard yeah. that was in the dance off. That's what went through my head that Amy might have been thinking. Mm. Yeah. That she knows that the people that are at the bottom have been going. So it was such a relief when, yeah. when they, but they're through. they got through. Yeah. It shows their, um, the people, the public like them. Yeah. Um, and I think Prince Harry did a really good job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't really believe it when he was on there. I was like, Prince Harry's on Strictly. <laughs> this is awesome. Amazing. So cool. I was like thinking as well, is that his living room? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looking at the, look, looking, that's what Stace was doing. Oh, what's the, what's the decor? What's the, what's the interior? Yeah, I, I was like, I wonder if that's his actual living room. Would he put his living room on TV? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting that he went for those cushions. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. I'm going to go for talking about Jamie and Karen. Oh my goodness me, one of the highlights of my evening. I could not believe how good this samba was. I didn't, I didn't know he had it in him. Me neither. That was, it was absolutely one of the highlights of the whole night for me. I mean, like, I enjoyed their Charleston the week before, 
but I enjoyed it for being energetic and fun and all those things that we love, yeah. you know, and he was loving being Hercules and all that. This was a proper good samba. And last he week, it well. Last week, and then this week, it's my, he's one of my favourites. He's now mm. one of my favourites. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's shot. They've really come to prominence in the last two weeks, haven't they? Like, if you watch him on week one, that cha-cha, and we were like, he did well, but... He struggled and he went out of time and the technique and the da 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 and yeah. you know obviously they were in the first dance off. But I mean to, to where they've got to now in week four, I, I loved the routine. I think Karen's working wonders. Yeah, like, same. They clear they well, they appear to be getting on. Yeah. I think they know or Karen knows what works for them. Like a little bit of comedy. Yeah. But she knows his skill level. I just feel like she is, she understands what they bring. Yeah. But then also, like, I was really impressed with his actual dancing as well. And can we just discuss how many batch of card has he got in that? Everyone, <laughs> that, everyone that learns the samba wants to learn how to batch a card. Um, yeah. Hard to explain what a batch of card is on a podcast. It's that step where it's sort of on the spot, quick feet, put one foot behind the other, and you're using a lot of hips. Behind, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're quite hard to, to get, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, it's a brave thing to do, isn't it? In a, yeah, and in a routine. It's like his front foot was slightly tiny in if I'm going to be fussy, but I, I don't want to be fussy because I just loved it. And yeah. I thought um, it was fantastic. I, I, the, the best moment of the entire show for me, the, 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 my favourite moment of, of the whole night was the moment where he came screaming in slightly too quick to go into them Botafogos and Karen stopped him. <laughs> it, was, that <laughs> it was so good because she saw it coming a mile off like she saw it she saw him like he, he, he was going for it giving everything he got and he was really obviously you know he's really excitable and he was he was attacking it with energy which i love in a samba and he was just starting to get ahead of the music and she grabbed <laughs> hold of his hand and stopped him dead with like a perfect lead like just stopped him dead in his tracks and held him on to that beat before coming on to the right time and i just you thought, could see that he was so excited though so yeah. he was like running ahead of himself it was such a all he kept moment. doing i don't know if you noticed but he, all he was doing throughout every time he got into a squat position he'd go come on and like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But you know how everyone has their like little hang-ups or their little problems that occur with every dance that they learn. Yeah. I feel like his would probably get in would probably be getting overexcited and going ahead of the music because yeah. that's what it's the first thing he showed us in the first week as well. Yeah, yeah. but I'd rather see that yeah. than, than play it really safe and just hope that the leg is straight or you know like wh whatever and hope that my arm's in the right place but yeah I'm not bothered or entertained you know you're just hoping the judges are going to be nice about it um i'd rather see this kind of fun like it's it was enthusiasm fun but he also danced it well like he'd worked on his technique he'd worked on the steps like he lines as well were yeah. elegant and lovely yeah, like this is what I want to see from a samba on Strictly. And it was such a massive improvement. And I think like to your point about Amy, like I think Karen really gets what to do with a celeb now. Like if you look at what she did with Chris Ramsey last year, yeah. no one would have thought that he would have been in the semi-final. 
You did Wicked last year. They formed this partnership. And I think like she's one of the longest serving pros ever on Strictly now. This is her ninth year on Strictly. She's, is it? Yeah, she's, she's certainly the, the longest running um, female pro on the show. Wow, that's gone so fast. Yeah, um, and I think she, the longer she does it, the more she works out how to work with each celeb, like yeah. what's right for them. And I was so happy for him. Like, like I say, like such a big improvement from week one to week four. Massive. One of the Massive improvement. biggest improvements, actually, I think. Yeah, yeah. And they got two eights and a nine um, and just fully deserved. Yeah, completely yeah. deserved. Yeah. Right. Who do you want to move on to? Let's move on to Max and Diane. Yes. So Max and Diane, obviously, who we, we they got eliminated. Can I just say, I really enjoyed watching this dance. Mm, I did. He, first of all, he made me smile because he sang, it had to be you. <laughs> that was really <laughs> cute. He looked, they both looked lovely. They gave me goosebumps. It, I feel like that was his style. You know, yeah. you know everyone yeah. kind of fits into a style. I feel like yeah. that was his style. It was American Smooth, wasn't it? He was such a gentleman. He really took care of Diane, which is what you need to do in the ballroom and what you, what the man's role is in an American Smooth. And he was really cool as well. Yeah. His arms behind his back all the time, which was super cute. And I'm just, I was really surprised that he was in the dance-off and yeah. disappointed, actually. It was interesting, wasn't it? Because Anton said, like, commented about his frame and said mm. he's got, I think he said he's got one of the best left arms or something that, that I've seen on Strictly. And, and that's one of the notes that I wrote down as they were dancing. I went, he's got a great frame. Like, he's really worked on that. Yeah. Uh, and it was smooth. Like, the, the way he was moving from foot to foot was smooth. I, I thought it was, like, much improved from what we've seen from him so far. I thought it was yeah. his best dance so far. Um, but then Craig slaughtered it. Like, Craig just didn't like it. I thought Craig was so harsh. I was a bit yeah. scared. <laughs> yeah. Like, Anton's given it an eight, and Craig's given it a five. Like, that's, and that, that's just, the, like, it's so subjective, isn't it? Like, like yeah. you see different things, and Craig just saw a dance that he wasn't into, and Anton obviously saw a dance that he really liked. I, I really liked it. Like I said, I, th I thought... It, it was a shame to lose him from the competition because I, I feel like he really found himself in this. Obviously, the Simpsons was good as well, but like that's a different thing. Yeah. Like in, in terms of the ballroom and Latin. Not like, so partnered, is it really? Hmm. So in terms of ballroom and Latin, this was his, his best dance for me. I completely agree. And I don't know. I was really disappointed. Mm. Um, I, I saw as well that they were practicing a in the car park really late. Yeah, Friday yeah, yeah. Which, um, I don't know. It, I, it was just an unfortunate time, I feel, to leave because it, that might have been his week where he gained his confidence because he did a really good dance or found his feet or, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, obviously, there's been a lot of talk about the fact that, um, obviously, they're in the dance-off against Maisie. And then after they'd been eliminated, they asked Shirley, who was the head judge, if she agreed. And Shirley mm. said she actually would have saved Max. Yeah. You, I'd like to hear her reasoning. Yeah. And I don't know if this is true, but I heard that Moxie made a comment as well on social media that she might have saved Max as well. So had Moxie been there, it 
then Not Max would have been saved because Shirley's the head judge. Ah, yeah. And if, and if it's two and two, Shirley, as the head judge, gets the deciding vote, and she would have said Max. So if Motsi had been there, <laughs> yeah, if Motsi genuinely would have saved Max, then you know, if Motsi had been there this week, we would have, Max would still be in the competition, and Maisie would be out. I wonder if all the people that you saw on social media that you were ranting about would have agreed with Maisie leaving. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Or, or... It, it's interesting, like Craig and Anton disagreeing on the dance. Like, I've seen some people saying, that's ridiculous. Like, how can, how can you save Max over Maisie? Maisie is clearly a better dancer. And I get that comment. Like, I get, yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. But then some people saying, but on this particular week, I preferred Max. And I get, I get that. Like, I, because Max was... It's, it's difficult, isn't it? Because Max was on, for me, his best dance and Maisie was on, you know, maybe her weakest of, so far, you know, it's chatter. It put them very close. Yeah. Um, it would have been, if I was a judge, it would have been a really, really hard decision to make. Yeah. Me. I get why it wasn't straightforward. Hmm. Like, but, you know, it depends what, it depends how you're judging it, whether you're judging it on... Um, the night improvement or, or on yeah. that particular night or who you you know is Maisie a better dancer than Max yes definitely yeah but if you're judging it on what who you think has made the most improvement or you know like it's it's difficult it's difficult I was sad to see him go yeah I was but I would be anyone at this point to be honest because th there's no one that I look at and go mm, you can lose you that. Know what? It just proves how important the votes are from the phone votes. Yeah, yeah. Like, who the hell's going to go this week? I mean, right, who should we talk about? Let's talk about Clara and, and Aliash. Charleston. They killed it. Killed, killed it. it. Two tens. Incredible. Now, we've been saying on this podcast for the last few weeks... Clara is one to watch. Like, it hasn't happened yet, but I've been saying Clara is going to have one of those weeks soon where she's on a big high-energy dance, maybe a Latin one or something, and she is going to smash it. And it'll be her breakout moment where people take notice of Clara all of a sudden. And I was like, it's coming, it's coming. And, like, for the first few weeks, Clara, I was saying, was my, my winner. I was like, she's going to win, she's going to win. Um, and then I changed it to Bill. And then this week... What happened? Clara came out. Like, I knew it. I could see it in her. And this was a fantastic Charleston. And I think if there was an audience in the studio, they would have gone nuts. Yeah, through the it. roof. It would have been one of those moments. Um, she had swivel. She was doing it really easily. Heaps swivel. of swivel. You what? Heaps of swivel. Heaps of swivel. Like, it was easy for her. Like, she got it. She had the facials like spot on. Yeah, um, energetic. She enjoyed it. Like my mum and dad keep saying, I, I just I love watching Clara. She just really enjoys it. I love it. I love watching her. Um, yeah, she's, you know, is she a, a bit of a journey contestant? Like it, people, she might have some downs and then up again, and like who knows? Um, but. This was a real breakthrough moment for her, and I'd say keep it up to them too. They yeah. got two tens and a nine. Yeah, really good. Character, dance, style, finish. She finished everything as well. Like, yeah. she didn't miss anything out. 
mm. even down to her hands, like her detail. Loved the choreography mm-hmm. as well, and the music. And she just looked wicked as well. I loved a cute little haircut. Looks but brilliant every week, doesn't she? Huh? I think she looks great every week. Yeah, she does. She does. Um, yeah, just really, really. And they topped the leaderboard, obviously. Cause, cause, which is a shock, because nowadays I expect Maisie, Harvey and Bill to be the top of the leaderboard. It's, I sort of go in expecting that. Um, it's nice to see someone different. I love yeah. everyone, by the way, but it's just yeah. nice. I, yeah, I love everyone. But like, yeah, it was, it was great to see. Well done, them. Round of applause. Round of applause for, for Clara and Alia for killing it this week. Um, who do you want to go for next? Mm, let's go for Ranveer and Giovanni's Cha Cha Cha. Yeah, so we were talking last week saying this was going to be an, an interesting week for them because yeah. ballroom she's starting to do really well at. Latin, we don't know whether... Latin's her thing yet, da, 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 da. can she still pull it off? Did she pull it off for you? I thought she started so confident when she walked. Interestingly, Giovanni always starts her on her own. Mm, I hadn't picked up on that. Yeah, he always starts her on her own, which I think works for her mm-hmm. because it puts this, as a spectator, it puts this idea in your head that she's confident, yeah. she's owning the number. She doesn't need to be like kind of held up by a dance partner. Mm. I thought she started really confident. I thought their chemistry was, you could really see it. Yeah. Um, I think she kind of finished not as confident. I can't remember if she kind of made any little mistakes or anything that might have thrown her confidence. But towards the end of the dance, she didn't look as confident to me. Right. Um, I thought she had really good body and hip action. It started off with that that kind of hip action thing that didn't they yeah, like round in a circle round in a circle yeah. um side closes uh, yeah yeah that was good to see i mean i i was really interested in in this one for all the reasons that i, that I was saying it's like what is this going to be because i like for a non-dancer coming into cha-cha it's it's a nightmare it was me and stacy's worst dance i think it was me and Susanna's worst dance it was like also, you really I, have a thing against Cha-Cha. I hate Cha-Cha. I hate it. Did you hate um, it when you competed? Yeah. Yeah. Because for me, it's the one that's least sort of, it's the most generic of, of like the Latin dances to me. And it's, it's like... And you're you know, like, so different. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like you really want to tell a story. And Cha-Cha to me is just about New Yorkers and straight legs and locksteps. And I was like, I don't care about that stuff enough. <laughs> like, I want to be entertained and I want to be told a story. And it's like, that's not to say that technique isn't important, but it's important in every dance. But it seems like we put it on a pedestal in cha-cha. Yeah. Um, and so I knew with Ranveer that this was going to be sort of technically all over the place. There's, there's no way a non-dancer can just come in and nail cha-cha technique in the way that, you know, Harvey might or Maisie might or, you know, whatever. So technically there were obviously a lot of faults, you know, um, sort of sickled feet here and there and, and um, timing. There are a couple of like little timing issues and stuff. The intro, but it's almost like I wasn't going to be over-focusing on that because obviously it's, it's difficult for anyone to do that in four days of training, especially if you're a non-dancer. Mm-hmm. So 
I wasn't going to obsess over that. You notice it, but I wasn't going to obsess. My, the interest for me was whether she can still pull it off as a dance that you enjoy and you enjoy the vibe of it and whether she comes yeah. across well, you know, performance wise. And I actually think she did. Yeah. Like I, I, I didn't look at it and go like sometimes when technique is wrong or whatever in a, in a cha-cha, you look at it and go, oh, this feels awkward. Like it just feels like, oh God, they're struggling with this. And for me, it was like, is this cha-cha going to feel like, oh God, it's awkward and she's struggling or is it going to feel like, you know what? She's not a professional dancer, but I'm enjoying it. And for me, it was the latter. I, I, and I did enjoy it. You enjoyed it. What, dan- what song did they do it to again? I forgot. Wasn't it Oye Kama Va? Ah, I think so. That's what I've written down. So I must have written it down. Five, seven, eight. Can we just yeah. talk about how harsh Craig's scores were this no, week? Craig, everyone's been saying Craig's nicer this year. And everyone's saying, oh, it must be because, you know, of coronavirus and all that. Craig's just decided to be nicer. I, f- I felt like he came crashing back down this week. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to be serious now. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to lose my bad guy title. <laughs> So again, they have the same score as Max and Diane, five, seven, eight. So what we can take from that is that they were getting more votes than Max and Diane. That kind of links to what you were saying in your rant before we start talking about Strictly, Mm. where people empathise with somebody who's, especially female, who's on a journey, who's not Mm. as confident. Maybe that's why. Yeah, but but to be honest, I don't have a problem with that. Like for for that translating into votes, people okay. like it. People vote for whatever they want to vote for. People yeah. might just enjoy watching someone, or people might want to be like, no, they're the best technically, so I'm going to vote for them. Or they might just vote for. I know this one's terrible, but I'm having a laugh watching them every week. I'm enjoying that they're just throwing themselves in. I want to vote for that. Or some people vote for that journey thing of like you know, they weren't great at the start, but clearly they're working hard and I can empathize with that. It's like I'm putting myself in their shoes and they're really trying their best and they're improving. And so Mm. I'll vote for that. I don't have an issue with how people want to vote. My only issue with the Maisie thing was like taken to social media, assuming that someone is cocky and arrogant and confident and having a go at them for being confident. Like that, I don't like. Like, um, but... Yeah, like Ran, clearly Ranveer was getting more votes than Max and Diane and, and also JJ and Amy because they were bottom of the leaderboard and ended up out. So it means that Ranveer and Giovanni were getting more votes than Max and Diane and also than Maisie and Gorka on week four. Now votes, obviously that can change throughout the series, but on week four, we know that as fact. The way the, way the maths works out, Ranveer... And Giovanni were getting more votes than them in the bottom two. I'm rubbish at maths. I'll let you do that bit. (laughs) Um, I can count to eight. Eight. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But also JJ and Amy, because they obviously missed the dance off. So they were doing all right enough in the vote to get ahead of those. Yeah. Um, Right. Yeah. So I, yeah, I think that Ranveer and Giovanni are on a good path. I, I, I think she's better at ballroom than she is Latin. Yeah, I think. Um, but she's not coming across awkward in the Latin. She still seems to be enjoying it and growing in confidence and, and doing really a good job. She was at the end, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. 
Aww. I just, yeah, I think they're doing a good job. I can see them in the final. I can definitely see them in the final. Are we going to have a four couple final now? Do you think? I don't know. Because now it was going to be five. Five? Or was that a rumour? Well, I don't know. I heard that it was going to be five, but now obviously we've lost Nicola and Katya. I'm wondering if it's going to be four now. Who knows? Have we spoken about this since it happened? No, we haven't. Losing Nicola and Katya. Losing Nicola and Katya. Uh, Didn't we speak about it last week on the podcast? I can't remember whether we did or we didn't. Because they were in. It happened. They're still in at that point. Last week they missed. Right? But had we already heard about, heard the news? I can't remember. Anyway, it's a shame to lose them. (laughs) (laughs) It's a real shame. I don't think we spoke about it, but maybe we didn't. Maybe we feel like we've spoken about it because everyone's speaking about it. Yeah. I know. I I just feel sorry for them. I just feel sorry for them. Like, it's no one's fault. It's just, you know, there's always the chance that something like that could happen. Um, yeah, it's such yeah. a shame. Uh, I've, I've, I'm glad to hear that they're, they're both okay. Hmm. Um, you know, they're not like... I've heard rumours that they might be able to dance together again in the finale. Oh, I hope so. That would be nice. Because yeah, they'll have done their isolation by then and all of this. Yeah, and, and yeah. I hope so. It's a shame. Um, but, you know, I just hope that they're both all right, basically. Uh, who did we just talk about? Ranveer and Giovanni, and it was my choice, so it's your go. Okay, then I'll say Bill and Oti. I knew you were going <laughs> to The rapper's delight. Oh Ten. my goodness me. Great, wasn't it? I hardly wrote any notes. All I wrote was I couldn't take my eyes off the screen. Yeah, like he's... People are going to find this weird that I'm saying it again because we've talked about perception a lot in this podcast. People's perception of Bill is different to the perception of Maisie. So it's going to feel weird when I say this, but I genuinely think Bill is one of the best, if not the best, dancer in the competition. You know what? I'm going to agree with you there, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. It's not just a journey thing, like, or a, you know, a novelty thing with Bill. He's a good dancer. He's an amazing dancer. And every style he's done, he's executed, he's nailed He hasn't it. had a bad week. No. Like, he's, he's been great every week. And, like, it's, because I think the perception of Bill is, like, is this sort of a bit of an underdog, because he's older, and, you know, he's a comedian, and all of those things. But he's got a 10 on week four. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. on week four, he's got a, an eight, a nine, and a ten. In a couple's choice as well, actually. Like, yeah, doing commercial. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, like, he's such a great dancer. I saw someone putting on Twitter, like, is Bill just hustling us all? You know, like, <laughs> a, you know, like a pool shark who comes along and he's like, oh, what's the rules? I've never really played, you know, like, and then it yeah, turns yeah. out they're amazing and you, everyone bets all their money and they, they turn out they're amazing. He's <laughs> like, one of those, they're one of those couples. Bill is one of those celebrities who, if I find out they're next on, I'm like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to make a cup of tea when he comes on. Are you? Yeah. And then like my sister doesn't sit and watch the show, but she goes back on YouTube and watches it. Yeah. And as soon as Bill's finished, I text her every week and go, watch Bill now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I just, they're brilliant. Bill and Otie are brilliant. My um, sister, just talking to my sister, she also pointed out how she liked that they'd done Otie's hair to match Bill's. So they'd like plaited it so far back, <laughs> like, and then left it at the back. Amazing. So, <laughs> even the costume, Otie looked amazing in that costume. Yeah. It looked so cool. And I didn't write many notes, but I wrote, I couldn't take my eyes off the screen. So, oh, 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 goddamn cool. And the choreography was amazing. Yeah, yeah. So this is another one of Tommy's. Tommy. So uh, Tommy Franzen, my ex-flatmate, and um, Lizzie Garth, who choreographs with, and I know that um, Tommy's girlfriend, uh, Jess, also has, um, uh, Jess Conley also has a hand in, you know, the, the ideas for the routines and the concepts yeah. and putting it together. So the, the three of them together are, um, they're, they're geniuses. Geniuses? Genii? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're, they're just brilliant choreographers and I, I loved this routine clever. very uh, clever yeah now it's like I feel like every time someone does commercial now they want them to do it like they seem to be so in demand now as choreographers strictly yeah you can ask for that you don't always get who you ask for because their schedule and you know yeah of course whatever but I feel like everyone's asking for them now um, and it was brilliantly choreographed they always get a good score, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And, and people have cottoned on. So like OT would have been, yeah, get them in, get them in. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so if anyone else is doing a, a commercial couple's choice, I look forward to another one of their routines. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, this was brilliant. And yeah, like it deserved a 10. It's getting to the point with Bill as well where it's hard to make a comment on it because mm. it's just so good and enjoyable That's what i mean like i just think well i mean i know we get to these predictions at the end but i just i think bill's gonna win surely bill's gonna win strictly i want bill to win strictly yeah i mean i mean he's yeah i can't i think it's gonna take a lot to stop him he's the he's leading from the front now you yeah know, like we we're saying about Maisie, like he's not the yeah. he's not an underdog now he's got a 10 in week four he's leading from the front um and I, I just think congratulations to them. They were, they were brilliant and they're brilliant every week and they deserve all. And they get on so well. They're really nice yeah. to see together. Yeah. Yeah. I love watching them. Yeah. yeah me it's, too. It's been brilliant. It's brilliant having Bill on Strictly. He was such a great yeah. signing for Strictly. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we've never really had on Strictly. We've never really seen anyone like. Like Bill. Yeah. yeah. Like the, someone who you think might not, might be like, the funny one or yeah yeah actually is the best one yeah i know um whose go is it uh my go it's my go yeah i think we've got two left we've got harvey and jeanette and we've got caroline and johannes let's talk about harvey and jeanette okay loved it yeah it was good wasn't it yeah as well can we just talk about the tricks i know it was like Bang, bang, bang. My goodness. Love the choreo. They nailed the pot stirrer. Yeah, can I just say about the pot stirrer? As soon as I saw them go into it, like as soon as 
it was clear that that's what was about to happen. And we've talked about the pot stirrer already, right, on this, because someone tried to do it. Who tried to did do it we ex- uh, Jason and Lou, but did we explain Jason what pot stirrer is for people? Right, so it's the, it's the step where literally it looks like the, the man is stirring a pot. They're, like The girls are like down. On one foot down, yeah. On, yeah, sort of, sort of almost sitting on their feet. Um, and it's like spin, 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 spin. Yeah, spin and you spin stirrer. them where, where they're crouched down. Um, and it looks like you're, the man looks like he's stirring a pot in front of him. And they do loads of spins. And we've seen, I remember when Brendan Cole and Charlotte Hawkins tried to do it and it just went wrong. We saw Jason and Luber attempt it and it went wrong. Like it always goes wrong. It's a horrible step to do. Looks mm. great. It's a horrible step to, to dance and it's difficult. And, and we talked about it already on this podcast. Like why would you even go into something like that on Strictly? As soon as I saw them set it up, I was like, I, I even out loud went, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Like why I was, I was going, why are they going for this? Trying. <laughs> and they nailed it. Yeah, but Jeanette must have like maybe tried it early on and Yeah. She must have been very yeah. confident that he could pull that. Very off. confident. It was intricate, difficult, his arms and his feet were fast. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I really like about Harvey? Go on. Right. How old is Harvey? Like 19 or something? I have no idea. I, I, yeah, he looks young. Let's, he's, I think he's young. I'm going to Google it while you're talking. Okay. So I really like, because a lot of 19-year-olds have that kind of, they don't want to break out of what their character is. or But whatever style, whatever concept and theme he attempts he just throws himself into it like he was dressed as a gnome this week he did a really like when i say camp salsa i mean camp because salsa is camp with the yeah. shimmy and the, yeah. the and he just like he's a lad who just like throws a young lad who throws himself into it and i yeah. really enjoy watching that because he's yeah. got no he just gives it his all he's got no inhibitions about it and it's really nice to see and i think it sets a good example for people of that age to just mm. just do it, throw yourself into it anyway. Mm. Yeah. That's what He's I like. How old is he? He's 21. Oh, he looks younger than 21, yeah. but 21's still young. He was born in 1999. <laughs> oh, God, that makes me feel sick. I remember <laughs> 1999 vividly. Like, you know when I was born? When were you born? 91. So you were still born in the 90s, though. Yeah, I'm a 90s baby. 91, my God. When were you born, Kevin? 1982. Were ya? Early 80s, yeah. Early 80s? Yeah. You got all the the good outfits. (laughs) Well, I was knocking about in a shell suit when I was a kid. (laughs) Nothing wrong with a shell suit. (laughs) I had like an England one, an England football team, Umbro shell suit. Oh, no. Loved it. (laughs) <laughs> and a gold gola, like a like oh. luminous colours, you know, like when they they were in fashion, like the the eighties. Well, I don't know. No, you've seen history books. About... <laughs> in the nineties, it was kappa. Kappa, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Yeah. Nineteen ninety nine, born Harvey. Yeah, this it was so good. Uh, like again energetic i thought his hips were really good at the beginning lost it slightly towards the end the oh, hip, I didn't notice but, that. but um his hips were really good at the beginning like really fluid um i've noticed i feel like maybe i'm wrong 
But I feel like Jeanette might have worked on his feet because in week one, his feet were turning in quite a lot, but they mm. were hardly turned in in the salsa. Mm. I thought he really attacked it as well. Like he's trying yeah. hard. Like he's, he's really trying to go for it. He's not playing safe. The choreography was complicated choreography. Like, it so, really was. like she really, really pushed him and, and he coped with it really well. Incredibly well. What a fantastic opening for the show. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah, I'm happy with it getting a 10. Like, yeah, you've you got too. eight, nine, and 10. Is that the same I as Bill and Uh, yeah, an, an yeah. eight, nine, and a 10. Yeah, I get so excited when someone gets a 10. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's great, isn't it? Yeah, love now, it. Week four this year, excellent stuff. Um, yeah, so well done, them. Um, because I, I felt for them the week before when they were when the judges were having a go at their cha cha, and I felt quite harshly. Um, so the but I think when you have a week like that. It's you can, you can have a comeback week the next week, and hopefully this is what it's going to be for Maisie. This coming yeah. is that like when the judges have had a go and you've had a difficult week, you know, been in a dance off or whatever. It sets you up for like it's like all eyes on you, comeback week now. And Do you I've, know what Maisie's got next week? Well, we'll reel them off uh, at the end. I've got it. I've got it here. Like what everyone's got. Um, but yeah, good comeback week for Harvey, um, and I was really pleased for them. So that leaves um, the very sweet waltz from Caroline and Johannes. I'm born again. I am so jealous of Caroline's ankles. Right? <laughs> I mean, that's like seriously good ankles and feet. I felt like sometimes when I look at my own feet and ankles anyway, I'm like, I want to just not be a dancer anymore. But that's just me being really self <laughs> She is blessed. Yeah. Less. Um, and I like the way Johannes, I know that he probably would have choreographed that, those devil pace, so that yeah. he could show her ankles, because that's exactly what Johannes would have noticed straight away. Oh, he's identified those pointy ankles, yeah. And he's like, <laughs> I am going to show them off. Right, where's the camera? Right, you're going to kick your leg right there. <laughs> devil <laughs> pay. <laughs> um, Can we make sure her skirt's this length, please? So she yeah, yeah. No smoke, absolutely no smoke. We want to see her ankles and feet. Actually, you know what's really funny? Shirley commented on it, because I, all I spoke about throughout the whole waltz was her ankles. Shirley commented on it, but Shirley has the most beautiful ankles as yeah, well. It sounds yeah. like I have a really weird thing about ankles, but <laughs> because I'm not blessed with gorgeous dancing ankles. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, anyway, I thought she was very, very elegant. Yeah, that's what I wrote down, really elegant. It, it was really it elegant. was sweet. It was gentle. It was elegant. Um, there were some nice basics in there. Again, like since the yeah. judges said last week about the basic content, if the judges say it, that's what the pros are going to do the next week because they're all going to take it yeah. on board. So, like lots of nice basics in there. It was a dance that suited her. I thought actually. Um, so. I think it, in the ballroom, you know, the, the judges made a comment about um, just like to see it stretch more across the floor. Um, yeah, you saw um, the floor. Yeah, I sort of, un I understand where they're coming from, but at the same time, there's a height difference with Caroline and Johannes. Yeah, this is what so, I said, actually. Yeah, so positioning-wise within their frame and then to stretch out and stride across the floor, you know, mm. sort of getting down into the standing leg and striding across, it's not the easiest thing for them to do as a partnership because of the height difference. Because their stride length is limited to where their legs, their hips meet. 
Yeah. I don't mean like the length of her her legs. And Joe's like really tall. Yeah. He's, he's really so long tall legs. and he's so he's so long limbed, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um so they got seven, seven, eight. So the thing was they've had like a score of twenty-one for the first three weeks. Yeah. And then they got seven, seven, eight, which puts them on to twenty-two. So I was really pleased that they managed to move on. Because that's what we've been saying for the last few weeks, isn't it? It's like they're solid every week. It's almost great, but not quite. It's like a seven every yeah. week. They, they never look like they're gonna fall down to a, a five or a six you know or whatever or get slaughtered by the judges but it wasn't quite reaching up to eight nine ten yeah so i was really pleased with them that this feel, eight came out i still feel they're quite safe right you know what we were talking about last week with joe <laughs> we want to do wanted to do something grounded and gutsy and yeah but that's just because of the the number that they had the, the waltz yeah yeah, yeah. So for for her to do a waltz it was beautiful she yeah she has improved. I still kind of want to see her do something that's like strong. But it's coming. I, I, I just, I know, I keep saying it, but I know it's coming in the same way that I knew it was coming from Clara. Yeah. Like, I know that, like, because I, I can just see it in them. Like, I, I know that there's a big, I don't know, strong or powerful or energetic or over the top or something number coming from them. Like, yeah. they, they've got away from that three sevens now. So that yeah, they're, they're on an upward path and, and yeah, I, I feel, I feel good about them. I really I, like them. I've liked them from week. I've liked them from yeah. the launch show actually. I, walked, yeah. I saw her in the launch show and I loved her. Mm. It also followed me back on Instagram. So that has a lot to do with me liking her. Did you freak out a little bit? <laughs> what? Did you freak out a little bit when she followed Just you back? A Just a bit. Cause I spent all of, I select the first lockdown watching this netflix series and it was just caroline quentin the whole time and then she's on strictly and then she follows me back <laughs> so that has a lot to do with me like no i'm kidding i really like because <laughs> she's a beautiful dancer and i want yeah. her to do well yeah so really nobody had an off week i mean Maisie ended up in the in the dance off but not because it was bad just it wasn't quite what her tango was, for example. That's the point that we keep making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in terms of the actual standard of dancing, it was a good week, wasn't it? Every, everyone, yeah. like the standard is high. Everyone's doing a good job. Um, it's such a high standard this year. Yeah. God knows, like, who, who the hell's going to be in the dance-off this week. It's at that point now where it... Now, especially because we've seen Maisie and Gorka in there, it could be anyone. It literally could be anyone. Um, I was so sad to see Max and Diane go, but then I can't think who else would have gone. Yeah, exactly. It's like someone's got to go, yeah. I was really sad. I feel like it was his week to turn the corner. Yeah. Because don't forget as well, like with the amount of couples in it, like I know it was only week four, but it's also like we're at mid-November. We're around Blackpool time for Strictly because we started oh, later. Yeah. So we're actually much further on in the series than we think we are. Normally at Blackpool stage, you're like, I, I don't want any of them to go. Like there's no weak link in, in, in the cast. And that's where we are already at week four and heading into week five. Mm -hmm. So they're doing a Blackpool week this week. They're doing a theme, aren't they? They're bringing Blackpool to the Elstree studio somehow. So I'm very interested to see how that's going to pan out. Chips in the green room. You are? I wonder if they'll have fish and chips for lunch. <laughs> yeah. But like, I'm really interested to see what that's going to consist of. 
Yeah, me too. Making it Blackpool Week. Is it just the pro numbers that are doing a Blackpool theme, or are they? I don't know. Or are they all doing like kind of? I don't know how you would do that though. Oh, are they going to do floor projections of like? I hope Blackpool someone floor? dresses up as the Blackpool Tower. <laughs> dresses <laughs> up as the Blackpool Tower. Yeah. For a number, <laughs> for yeah. one of their dances. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do like to be beside the seas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love Blackpool Week. I went to watch Blackpool Week last year. Yeah, yeah, Blackpool. I feel sorry for them that they don't get Blackpool this year, but interested that they're, make, they're calling it Blackpool Week. And that's the stage of the series that we're at. Like, Blackpool is... Magnum. Blackpool and Beyond is like the business end of the series. It's like the last few couples. That's where we are already. That means it's nearly Christmas. Wait, don't Blackpool, it's nearly Christmas. Do you normally do two numbers, Blackpool Week? No. No, no. Yeah. But you're allowed extra dancers normally. I doubt that that will be happening. No, I don't. Because no. of the COVID rules, unless they've all been isolating all the extra dancers, but I doubt it. Um, so, the dancers that we've got, I've just got my little uh, Strictly Twitter thing up. We've got Clara and Aliash are doing a samba. Yes. Excellent. Woohoo! Does it does it say what to? To that's the way I like it. That's the way. Uh, that could uh, be uh, disco themed. Who? Someone did this already. I feel like it's like maybe Karen and Mark Wright or some someone like that did samba to that's the way I like it a few years ago. Yeah. I don't but, remember. You're really good with your library of streaming. Yeah, yeah. I think it. I might be wrong, someone will correct me, but I feel like it was Karen and Mark Wright, 2014, Samba. Um, How long ago does that sound, 2014? I know, yeah. But um, this will be, I've got a feeling this is going to be great. She'll be coming in confident now after their Charleston. Latin is going to be, like the Samba is going to be great for her, I think. You already know she's going to be dressed in an amazing dress and she's going to yeah. have amazing hair. And, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about this one. And if and if it is another amazing one, then she properly puts herself in a good position. For the final. Position, yeah. Um, then, what's up next? I'm just watching this. We've got Harvey and Jeanette are doing Tango to Golden by Harry Styles. Golden. How does that, how does that uh, go? I don't know how to sing it, but I feel like I've heard it. Right. Harry Styles is very in at the moment. I don't know how to sing it. <laughs> Shut up. Um, so, I mean, yeah, that'll be, I, I always expect good things from these two anyway. I feel like he's tango, but I feel like, have we seen him do a ballroom dance? He must have done. Did you do American Smooth? Something, yeah, must have um, I feel like his arms will be nice because he's like long limbed, isn't he? Long yeah, nice yeah. What, what else? <clears throat> right, Karen and Jamie oh. are doing Couples Choice. <gasps> what are they going to... Oh, Dude. wait, I've seen on their Instagram, they've, they've bagged Tommy. They've what? They've bagged him, like they've got... Oh, him in the yeah, they've got the same choreographers that have done... Yeah. So, so Tommy, Lizzie and Jess that have done um, Bill and O.T. and they did The Simpsons for Max and Diane and... They did like Dev and Diane's one last year, and like all the they do they do the all the best. One, the Aladdin one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. So they've got them this week, so I'm expecting something great. They're doing it to "Gonna Make You Sweat." Everybody dance now. What? <laughs> that sounds like two different songs to me. Because there's "Girl, I Want to Make, make you, sweat. you Sweat," but there's also "Everybody Dance Now." Is Maybe it it's a mix. Maybe it's. 
Is it that? Maybe it's a mashup. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna make you sweat in brackets. Everybody dance now by C plus C Music Factory. No idea. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure it's gonna be something awesome. really fun with those choreographers and the way that Jamie and Karen are going. This is gonna be fun. Um, right. That, that, uh... <laughs> We've got Caroline and Johannes doing a cha cha to. Rescue Me by Fontella. Oh, that's cool. I feel like I really want her to do a cha-cha. It's about time she does a good Latin number, <laughs> even though you have something against cha-cha. Difficult dance. I think she'll nail it. How does that song go? Lovely ankles. Rescue me. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great song. And I feel like that song will really suit her. Yeah, yeah. Like, really good music choice, that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this is the one where she really lets go and goes for it. I hope so. Cha-cha is so difficult. I, I, I just hope they don't get bogged down in, look, I'm going to show you my straight legs. Like they've got to work on that, but don't try and show it. Just do an energetic routine. Because, especially with Caroline, because she has beautiful leg lines yeah. anyway, yeah. Yeah, she doesn't need to work on it anymore. No, like we, she's got great technique. I want to see a yeah. big performance. Yeah, maybe this yeah. is the one. I hope so. I hope we're talking about it this time next week or earlier. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we've got Maisie and Gorka looking for a comeback week. They're doing salsa to "Better When I'm Dancing" by Megan Trainer. I'm not going to sing it, but I know it. Go on, how's it go? No, I don't know it well enough to sing it. <laughs> but I did my warm-up to it in my class. Right. So, it's Salsa. good. I imagine this will be good, Salsa. It's a chance yeah, to, to go with energy. Yeah, this will be a big comeback week for them. I've just got a feeling it's going to be like, yes, this is what we wanted to see. And they'll yeah. be fine. We've got a quick step. From uh, JJ and Amy, we say oh, he's more nice. a boring boy. Is that to um, for once in my life, Stevie Wonder? Do you want me to uh, sing that one for you? <laughs> well, I think this is going to be the version. Um, there, there, there's a couple of different versions of it, and there's this version of it that, that we used last year for the big group dance at Blackpool. So it's strange yeah. that if it is the one I'm thinking of, that literally we did this in Blackpool week last year. It was the, the one where I was the conductor of the, of the number and of the band in a big white tail I set. I loved that number. Yeah, I loved it too. Yeah, I'm sure you did if you were the conductor. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone was like members of a band and, and, and dancers and stuff and I was conducting oh, it at Blackpool. Oh, Matt God, what a number. Mm. Yeah, it, Who that did was it? a special number, Matt Flint. Oh. It was a special number for me, that one, because obviously Matt sort of made me the, the, the front of that number and... And for me, I had it in my head that like, this might be my last Blackpool was Strictly because I was starting to think that I wasn't sure yet whether I was going to leave or not. Yeah. And, and I, I remember having a moment in that number and really taking it all in. Like, is this, is this my last one at yeah. Blackpool? And really enjoying the number and, and sort of fronting that as the conductor. I loved that number. So if, <laughs> it's probably a completely different song, but like, <laughs> it could be the same song that they used at Blackpool last year. But yeah, I think JJ's good at ballroom. We've seen that. 
And we've so, seen that he's light on his feet from his drive. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So and again, they have a nice um, kind of, they're matched with their proportions, so hopefully yeah. they'll be able to travel yeah. nicely. And that, wait, that can't be everyone. No, that's not. Oh, everyone. no, I, I pressed the wrong button. Hang on, here we are. I swiped instead of pressing. So we've got Ranveer and, and Giovanni doing Argentine Tango. Ooh. Who, when Doves Cry by Prince. I think she'll smash that. It's a good dance for Giovanni. It's one of his stronger ones. You know, like the pros have stronger and weaker dances as well. That's why I like. What's your strongest dance? My strongest dance was always Paso. Um, I asked you this the other week, actually. Sorry. Paso was was my dance and Cha-Cha was my weakest. But I I feel like Argentine Tango is a good one for Giovanni. Mm. It's a dance that he enjoys. And uh, he looks the part, doesn't he? For Argentine know, tango. My husband's Argentinian and he doesn't look anything like Giovanni. <laughs> okay, maybe he doesn't look the part. <laughs> no, he does. Your husband, does. your Argentinian husband will be more placed to, to judge. We, we should get him on next week just to talk oh, about this dance. He's not a dancer. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, he does look the part. He's got that Latin mysterious look, hasn't he? Um, so I, I think I think this will be good for them too. I think Ranby will, be good, will, will do well at this. Um, when Doves Cry by Prince, it's a good song, but Prince is one of those that for me, like, obviously he's incredible. He was incredible and all his music is incredible, but I, it was one of them that I feel like I never really know whether to use his music on Strictly, whether it works, because a lot of his music, I don't know, just sits in a certain vibe. So we'll see. They're, they're all really long. I know that they obviously cut it down, but because yeah. his songs are so long, they I feel like they don't have like you know that peak in yeah, a song. That, yeah, yeah, that you've hit the nail on the head. That's it for me. Like I don't have an issue with Prince's music, but obviously, but <laughs> you're gonna but, critique Prince's. <laughs> yeah, right. Let me tell you about Prince's music <laughs> <laughs> from Vore of Dancer from Grimsby. Um, <laughs> But yeah, his his the music tends to stay on one level. It doesn't go up and down. Yeah, like yeah. it 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 doesn't have uh, that, like big crescendos and big things that doesn't take off at any point or like go bigger. It stays at that level. And choreography wise, that's what you like as a dancer. Yeah, it helps you to tell that story. It gives mm. you somewhere to go. It gives you variation for choreography. Yeah, yeah. But- I still think it's going to be a strong dance for them. And that, that's just my own personal thing about like the, um, that kind of music um, on Strictly. But, you know, they might really connect to it and, and just really make, turn it into something special. And I can't wait to see what she looks like as well because she always looks stunning. Yeah, she looks great, doesn't she? Mm. And Bill and Oti oh, are doing an American smooth to I've Got You Under My Skin, Frank Sinatra. Oh, what a good doll. That reminds me of my granddad. As straight down the middle for Strictly as you can get. <laughs> I've got you under my skin. It's like classic oh, Strictly 101 type. Like, it's going to be great. Although, I wouldn't be surprised if Oti does something really different with it. Still, ma- still keeps it American smooth. Yeah. I feel like her ideas the past few weeks have been really yeah. like, you know how she's been adding in the musical instruments and she's yeah. been adding the different, like the way she's using the props and stuff. She might do something quite interesting with it. Yeah. Is it, he's probably going to be in a tail suit this week, is he? 
Maybe. That sort of thing. Like, yeah. This, and, and obviously it's nice because it's completely different to the commercial number that they did this week. I like it when that happens. Interesting. Yeah. Do different every week. That's a different vibe, yeah. Yeah. Um, good. So a week to look forward to. Uh, that's everyone, isn't it? That's yeah. everyone. Um, right, to finish off, who are your who were your three votes this week and who do you think will win? Three votes, Max, Caroline, and JJ. Max, Caroline, and JJ. Interesting. Do you want me to talk about my winner or do you want to go into your votes? Well, we both I said... Don't, I don't know my votes yet, so you go for your, your winner. Who do you so think... my winner and this, this has is, revealed... Yeah, and this is... We always say every week, it's not like who we want to win or who... Da, 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 you know, what could happen, blah, blah, blah. It's who do you think will win? The person who I think will win after last week is Bill still. Yeah. Still Bill. Still Bill. Kill Bill. Still, <laughs> still Bill, so they're going to have to kill Bill. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I've still got nightmares about Kill Bill from last year. <laughs> it didn't work out well for me and Annika. Um, right. It's a difficult. I haven't decided pre-podcast who my three are going to be. So you went for who? You went JJ, Caroline and Max as your three votes. And when we say votes, just remember everyone, this is like our own personal. It can be for any reason whatsoever. Um, I... My three this week, Jamie, Clara, and it's going to be Bill, isn't it? Like, I'm trying to almost not say Bill just for the sake of voting for someone else, but it, it is. I can only go with what it is. It's Jamie, Clara, and Bill would have been my three votes this week. As well, like, completely the opposite. Yeah. Not the opposite, but, like, we three, haven't had one Three different seven. ones. Yeah. And but I agree with you that Bill is the winner. Bill will win strictly at this point. That's at what I'm thinking with. Yeah. I can't believe there's only how many weeks left. Like Yeah, that's what I mean. We're at Blackpool oh, week already. Bad. So I think Strictly should be on our TVs for fifty two weeks of the year. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, all the pros have been knackered. <laughs> Just isolate forever. <laughs> <laughs> um right, okay. If you want to follow you on social media, where do we follow you? Me? Yes. At Lauren May Oakley. At Lauren May, May Oakley. May is in, in my middle name, May, like the month. Yeah. And for me, it's at Kevy Clifton. And I've started to do a bit more on Facebook. I've barely even looked at Facebook in the last few years because everything's been Twitter and Instagram. And I, I don't know if I have a TikTok or a LinkedIn and all those ones as well. I probably should explore them more. But I just decided to do a bit more on Facebook because a couple of people were telling me there's plenty of people on Facebook that don't go on Instagram and Twitter and stuff. So like, That's I was like, true. all right. So I'm doing a few lives on Facebook and I'm going to be doing more Instagram lives. And um, yeah, and we'll be back next week to review Blackpool Week, week five of Strictly Come Dancing. Mm -hmm. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>